0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dying Time is here. That's right, we're starting off Season 5 with The Evil Dead on Kill by Kill. Well, greetings and salutations, internet. It's your old pal, Patrick Hamilton, coming to you once again from the middle of the fucking woods, I guess. This is the Kill by Kill podcast, where we're dedicated to celebrating the least discussed component of any horror film, the characters. And we're going to unpack all the goriest of details of 1981's The Evil Dead by director Sam Raimi, and the hopes that a college pal's untimely end is just the beginning of the jokes we might make at their expense before they're resurrected by a demon and killed once again maybe and of course there's only one person i trust with my notes concerning the excavation of the ruins of kandahar with the group of my colleagues the one the only gina radcliffe how are you doing today gina
1: I've come to realize that my podcasting partner and dear friend <laughs> has now become a deadite himself. You know, I'm sorry. I was in the middle of recording the the, the transcription <laughs> of the uh of, of the big book.
0: So let's say, Gina. Okay, we just recently met in real life, which was seven plus years in the making. More than that, than the fact that we knew each other online before that. So it's. It. I don't even about eight,
1: know. about eight year, about eight years. About
0: eight years. So, <laughs> if you had to chop me up, how exactly are you going to go about that?
1: Are you talking like what, like like what weapon I would use? Yes, or I'm,
0: I'm asking you to choose your own chop venture, where you decide. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to chop me up because I've become a deadite and you put a fancy dagger in me and it steams up real good. Uh, so I'm kind of down for the count, but you, you have to make sure because the guy on the tape said, you have to chop me up. How exactly are you going to go about doing it in a timely fashion?
1: I, I mean, you know, I, I do think you know, a, a, an electrical you know, weapon would probably be the, the, uh, the, the, most efficient mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to go with the good old-fashioned uh electric carving knife yeah
0: i mean the th- the problem of course with carving knives is they they might be semi inefficient on bone so you really have to pick your spots because if you, if you hit me in the shoulder in the wrong place like you could be spending all day on that bad boy
1: that that's true that's true yeah and and meanwhile you're you know you're taunting me you're mocking me yeah. and you're telling me you're gonna swallow my soul <laughs> yeah. and you'll be dead you know by and i'm dawn. trying and, yeah i'm trying not to lose my mind because things are laughing at right, me exactly
0: it, every other room is foggy for no apparent reason uh every room seems to be made of a different material yeah and the other the other way is like oh you go for the old-fashioned axe and like it's true in terms of raw power it's a it's a very good weapon and you can probably chop through things that you would not normally be able to saw through efficiently that being said have you ever hit anything with a fucking axe? Because if you do it wrong, you're going to feel that in your toes. Like, you end up like Tom from Tom and Jerry when he tries to smash something with a hammer. It <laughs> just, just start, reverberates start vib-
1: I was going to say, just start vibrating. Yeah. yeah like, so I, I'm, I'm a noodle arm, <laughs> so I, I think maybe I'd get maybe, you know, an arm and half a leg off before I'm like, God I gotta sit down, <laughs> Jesus. And and me again, you're turning to me with the, like the old the, the rollback eyes like, really? <laughs> you're gonna leave me like this, really?
0: Right. And then it's just uh, uh, derision and mockery uh <laughs> from my <laughs> chattering eyes.
1: i can almost i can almost picture this yeah
0: you know what it is vivid and the thing is like considering the budget we could probably put it on i mean that's part of the charm i think when it comes to you know i just
1: like hit, hit you in the shoulder i just get this like entire face full of blood right
0: i mean this is we're switching now from season four to season five, but we're beginning kind of in the same place because we also have a bad milk robot here.
1: <laughs> we do indeed.
0: They, they are weirdly connected in that way.
1: We got a little. We got a little milk robot. We got a little little pile of oatmeal happening.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, a crew of people who may or may not all be sleeping together. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of shit. It's weirdly similar. Um, I guess when it comes to the evil dead uh there's a a bit of backstory but i feel like almost everyone kind of knows the backstory i mean god knows how many editions of the evil dead have you owned as a physical property
1: i think i'm on my second or third
0: yeah I, at I, this point i definitely owned it on vhs i owned it on dvd at least twice i'm like i'm not going to buy a blu-ray I swore myself up and down and then it came out with a combo 4k blu-ray. I'm like, okay, I'll,
1: you got me, you got
0: me. I'm going to end up doing it for the show. I might as well have a nice resource to pull from. So I, I bit the bullet on that one. Um, but as part of that, it's like you, it just becomes part of the lore, you know? Okay. So Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, they're, they're friends. They make funny movies together they figure it, the way to really break in what's hot right now is horror. Um, let's do one and have a lot of fun with it, and by fun they mean Sam Raimi just punishes Bruce Campbell on screen. Uh, and so they kind of test it out with a short film they call "Within the Woods," and that costs around sixteen hundred bucks. But if they want to level up from that to a full fledged film that they can put into drive in theaters. They figured they're going to need around a hundred grand. And so <laughs> Rainey, uh approaches a, a lawyer friend of his and goes, who can we get to get uh, money from? And so they start asking family members and family members ask other people they know that have some loose cash around. And apparently a lot of dentists were, were involved. A lot of dentists have loose cash, possibly from people's mouths. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> sure i mean you know imagine like you know you 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 have like a gold tooth and your dentist steals it and it turns out that like he cashed it in to pay for the evil dead right I mean, I'd, be, I'd be all right with that if i if i knew that yeah. like a little piece of me went into that movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they they filled it in with lead or some appropriate thing for your mouth i'm sure it's fine um so they originally entitled it book of the dead uh but eventually it kind of They figure out that the Evil Dead is a more active uh, name for it. And uh, they get a bunch of their friends together. They go off uh, to Morristown, Tennessee. My God. Um, That must be a garden spot by the looks of it. Every other place (laughs) they go to is either lush green or the deadest shit you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) And so they, you know, get together. They have a loose idea of the script. They just keep shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting on 16 millimeter. Um, They make a lot of mistakes. They end up doing a lot of insert shots. They fill it with foam latex and fake blood and just, it's, is there, can you imagine something from your college days? that would go on to become a beloved cult object.
1: I I mean, you know, we used to do, you know, play around with in, improv comedy, mm-hmm. but probably nobody wanted to see that. <laughs> <laughs> that was not turning into into a cult classic. Yeah.
0: Um I directed a short play by that a, that a friend of mine wrote and it was legitimately funny and we had good ideas at it and stuff and we ended up submitting it and went into competition and stuff like it. Went a long way. Um, but like no one knows what a clown called Bobo is. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's probably okay. I, I just it's hard for me to believe that that something you did way back when can still live as long and as deeply and as influentially. Mm-hmm. As the Evil Dead. When was the first time you saw this movie?
1: Well, I was going to ask you mm-hmm. if you, like me, actually saw Evil Dead 2 first.
0: Yes. Uh, the video okay. rental yeah. guy would uh, rent me Evil Dead 2, which is what I brought up to the counter. I said, I've heard I need to see this. I love horror. I love special effects. And he goes, uh, okay. And I asked like a bunch of times. So you said no, a bunch. And then finally he goes, all right. I'm going to rent this one to you, but that does not mean I will ever rent the first one to you. You're just not ready for that. And so (laughs) I lived with the idea that I would never be ready for the original Evil Dead. So by the time I got to it, it was such a forbidden, you know, piece of media. And then on top of it, it is a rather shocking watch. It is so different tonally from two that it is, it really does put you on your back heels.
1: Well, the interesting thing is, is, you know, a lot of people, myself included, you is evil dead Two essentially follows the same beats as Mm -hmm. evil dead one. Yeah. But it's, it's much more humor driven. Uh, It's a, it's a lot more slapsticky and, and, you know, you, you could see the seed planted for what would eventually be Ar- Army of Darkness. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't think I saw the first Evil Dead until I was an adult, and um, there was a theater uh that was playing both Evil Dead Two and Evil Dead One. I'm like, well, here's my opportunity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I saw Evil Dead Two years before seeing seeing the first one.
0: Yeah, I practically had two memorized by the time I saw the original one. And yes, it is uh, basically a remake. It is revision in the same way that the original Within the Woods, is. Ba- that this is a remake of that, only expanded and expanded. But it, I think what 2 does so well is that it, it kind of like, okay, what worked? What could we really make hay out of that, the, that concept? and not worry about continuing the story, but almost revising the story. And
1: Right, it was almost like, you know, sort of, I don't know if what he's, he's correcting some errors, but just, yeah, just trying trying a different, trying it the same thing with a different coat of paint on it's it.
0: A di- it's a different draft of what could be considered the same story. Right. Um, it's certainly not in any way that I can discern a, a genuine sequel. Unless no. you interpret the, 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 I'm retelling the tale at the top of it <laughs> and him eventually getting, you know, go, go cammed at the end, the end of this movie, uh, which of course we won't be discussing in this episode because we're breaking it up. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like The Evil Dead, its goals are different than Dead by Dawn in a lot of respects in terms of what do i do with that story Um, right and yet it shares so much dna with other things that we've covered because while final you know while uh friday the 13th is a bunch of you know college kids are out in the wilderness and are hunted down one by one this has the more fantastical take of demons and possession and, and aggressive direction from Sam Raimi. Like there's, there, there's nothing that really approaches anything uh, that's accomplished in the Evil Dead in Friday the 13th in terms of, oh my God, this is a movie movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, the primary difference between, between the two of them is, you know, again, Evil Dead 2 has a lot more humor to it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, Everybody has learned to act <laughs> a little, a little, a little more.
0: Yes, oh,
1: now, you could definitely tell that that the 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 you know, even Bruce, the love of my life, mm-hmm. in the in, in the original, none of them were seasoned
0: actors, right? Yeah, and because they're everyone's trying it out, and I think because the the ambition here is to just make a movie. And the end end result is, hey, this is an actual movie? I I, (laughs) I thought we were just fucking around. Right. They (laughs) fucked around and made a real fucking movie. And there are so many examples of people who have attempted the same thing of we're all going to put on a show in a barn. And it ends up being the hardest thing you've ever tried to force yourself to watch in your life. Whereas here, you get everything you need to know about these people in the first three fucking minutes while they're driving there. And then it's just mood time. (laughs) Then it's just dread until shit starts happening. And shit starts to happen right away. It's just there is a purpose and a drive and it clicks and it goes. It's never waiting around trying to do shit you don't care about. Right. Right. I mean,
1: exactly. Yeah, it 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 does hit the ground running.
0: Yeah, now. uh, I, I, my mind always flashes back to this one sci-fi. Well, at least they showed it on sci-fi. It probably wasn't meant for it, but where this group of you know teens are off uh, on you know spring break or whatever the fuck they're doing, and they're driving down the road and they hit the 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 cub of a mama grizzly, and the grizzly then spends the rest of the movie you know killing them off one by one. But it spends like half an hour trying to get to that baby grizzly. And you're like, why? The Evil Dead does that in three fucking minutes. T-
1: yeah, it's just, you know, here are some people. They have two of them are at least two of them are a couple.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, the,
1: the other ones are just kind of hanging around. Yeah. You know, I think, I think Ash is trying to ask his girlfriend to go steady, I guess, by by giving her that necklace. You know, they they call him Ashley. He's not Ash yet. He's Ashley, Mm -hmm. which I, which I, uh, which I find an interesting, interesting distinction.
0: And, you know, they, they have a, a genuine, at least you understand why these people are together. In a sense. Yeah, they do,
1: you know, it, it was something that, you know, if you listening if you've been listening to us long as we complain about a lot, yeah. is you know, a group of people who, you know, decide they're going to spend a you know an entire weekend together, which can feel like a very long time if you're not enjoying you know, you your time there with with people that they you know, normally wouldn't get a cup of coffee with. Exactly. Um but but here at least, you know, despite not being the strongest actors in the world. <laughs> You, you could tell that they all were friendly with each other in real life. Yeah, they all seem to have a rapport. Right. There's a certain energy there that 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 I appreciate.
0: Um, you know, there <laughs> everything kind of gets leveled up. There's there's a lot of things that you could pick on for this movie, like the fact that Scott, our <laughs> main guy, you would you might think in any other movie that if it had just stopped there, you would think he was the main guy. But like Everything he's wearing is light tan, and then half the movie's <laughs> backgrounds are light tan. He <laughs> blends into he's, everything. He's like
1: that. He's like that. Uh, that what was that? It was Garden State with uh, <laughs> right. Zach where wearing like the paisley shirt. And he's like like he's, it's like he's like perfectly blended into the wall. Yes.
0: Uh, and I do believe Scott would have uh, killed his mom by leaving the dishwasher door open. Spoilers. <laughs> Wait,
1: accidentally for accidentally paralyzing her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Causing an irreparable rift in his family.
1: Yeah, that's interesting that you, that you say that, that, you know, in a different movie, Scott would have been the hero. Because I, I feel like initially that Ash is sort of the, you know, the, you know, the pretty dummy that gets killed off, you know, relatively early on. Yeah.
0: I think the film is filled to the brim with misdirection in terms of how you think this would play out in any other movie these two guys would be dead one two and then it would just be which one of these girls is the final girl and yeah
1: he's a he's a final he's a final he's boy. a
0: final boy because it ends up that these women end up becoming the tools either by happenstance or whatever that they are the chosen tools of the deadites to, to plague them. And it's kind of, it's interesting how it plays with a very early formula, but a formula that almost everyone else follows and the evil that has no desire to follow formula. It just kind of is a underground disruptor as it were. Um, He just doesn't want to play by your fucking rules, man.
1: Right. And that's, that's why, that's why they all, all of the entire, like folks, if you, if you love hearing us just like tear things to shreds, you're going to be very disappointed this (laughs) season (laughs) because we love, both of us love every single movie in this in this franchise yeah. there are no there are no clinkers there are no no, clinkers. no not even the new ones do not argue no <laughs> there aren't i they, don't want to hear it i don't want to hear i don't want
0: to hear it i mean listen i don't doubt people's genuine emotional reactions to art that's fine if they don't work for you if evil dead ain't your bag this is perfectly okay um but uh this is one of those rarities where it's just banger 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 and then you have and
1: then you, have and then you have like you know, remake banger the remake is a banger yeah. how often does that happen you know so far every remake we've covered has been eh, to, Ooh. <laughs> but 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 like you know here is like fuck yeah and then and then we, the i mean would you call that a reboot or a sequel uh uh evil evil dead rise
0: I would call it a. It's almost like it's a sidequel. It's just with it, yeah, it's, it's from it's the it's book it's of it's Evil Dead. Let's put it right.
1: That way. And you, that's a banger. Yeah. Like the minute that 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 title card came up, I'm like, uh, movie. I'm here for wherever you take. It
0: knows me. exactly what it wants to be, and then spends its entire running time just proving to you that it knows what it is, and it's having a fun time, and it's very cruel, and it's very slick. And it's very gory. It's just, but it
1: also has the seeds of the original
0: yeah. in it. It, it just, and I think that's kind of the genius of how the Evil Dead franchise has developed over the long haul, because this two is a sly remake of the first one. You know, Ash versus the Evil Dead or you know Army of Darkness is, in a sense, kind of a side quest. It's kind of like, oh, well, what if I took this and I put it in a completely different genre? And while the remake is, yes, a remake, it's also recontextualizing many of the ideas and deepening them with the entire goal of making a haunting, terrifying, and grueling watch it's not, there are fun popcorn moments that you get to, but it makes you pay to get to see but, them.
1: But, but also, but also I, I feel like, I mean, we're kind of, we're skipping way ahead. Sure. We're, yeah, we're just, we're just kind of giving this an overview general, of you an That's uh, why we split uh, this can, into
0: two, because I knew we would go off on these tangents
1: right because you know like i said if you're expecting us to 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 shred any of these you're you're going to be disappointed uh but yeah one thing that i i feel like one of my favorite aspects and forgive me this makes you sound like a real monster (laughs) but but one of the aspects i particularly get a kick out of with the new evil Dead, not the new new one the the fate alvarez Mm -hmm. one is how one character (laughs) seems to get the bulk of horrible shit happening to him. Yes. To the to the point where it feels comical and it also feels very Sam Raimi.
0: It feels very and, Sam and Raimi. It, it feels like how he treats Campbell, that he becomes the Bruce Campbell in a way that isn't a hero. What if I did that? To a person who's not the hero of this movie,
1: right? And, and, you know, what if I, what if I finally punish the person who was stupid enough to 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 open that fucking book? Yes, you know, it's just like you know, which is you know, where these troubles always start. Yeah, uh,
0: and in that sense, like it it uses the opportunity to remake as a more of a remix in the way that two is a remix of the original. It they're just. All more inventive than they should be yeah. and as and a they result, all and they they sing a lot more and the formula is uh, deadites exist Th- this book brings people back from the dead in a terrible way and they cruelly punish people for that for that transgression <laughs> and that's yeah, it. they're
1: like they're not they're not zombies exactly, no. but they're they're like that they're you they're just possessing your corpse.
0: Right. Yes. Um. Although you can return back from the other side of it, there's there are some rules and things get bendy and it, it goes back and forth. It's and part of that is them playing with you, and part of that is can you actually come out through the other side? Um. It, it's it's all. Super interesting. I just think the evil dead from its concept to its execution, while this movie does wear all of its low budget, you know, <laughs> accoutrement on its sleeve.
1: Yeah, there, yeah, there's there's literally like like stop motion, yeah, it, which I love. You yeah. know, I'm a big fan of stop motion. It's
0: charming, it shows you that you're trying. And this movie tries and that effort i think is very rewarding to the watcher um uh, if you're not expecting a dazzling um slick affair uh it gets to dazzling slick affairs but it doesn't start there this one's rough and ready and people yep. have not figured out their eyebrows i'll tell you that right now <laughs>
1: They have not figured out their eyebrows. Haven't quite figured out their line readings. No, uh, I think I think my fa- I think my favorite line reading from from is when uh, they're crossing. At least in this half of it, when they're crossing the bridge, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, Ash kind of looks out the, the window and he's like he's like, "Don't worry, this bridge is solid as a rock." <laughs> <laughs> That's the I just love I just
0: love how he says that. I mean. The thing is, like, it's, they're so, not one-take so, wonders, but they all feel yeah. kind of like that.
1: He's so pretty in it. And I guess I can't, you know, it's it's a good thing because he really has not quite found his bearings yet. Yeah.
0: But the seeds are there. What? Oh, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, you know, Raimi sees in him as this guy has the face of a leading man, but I know that he will let me slap him around. He will just physically go above and beyond to try to make this happen and in a sense there's a jackie chan level uh, verisimilitude to this where he just puts his body on the line and as such it's immensely charming you just go along with it because they're trying so fucking hard
1: right you you can't help but love it you can't help but love it
0: yeah um And I will say this as we kind of get into the movie here. Having seen a bunch of new horror movies over the last month, I don't think even one of them had the confidence of Dutch Angle Ramey. No. (laughs) Like the amount of confidence he has of where he puts the camera, how it looks, the purpose of him showing you those shots in that order, where he puts you in a POV shot, All of them have distinct confidence and purpose. He has thought about how to tell this story and he does not have the budget to get it wrong. And so some of this is luck. A lot of it is raw talent. And then there's just kind of the genius of you have a bunch of very creative people all working hard to make one thing happen.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. There, there's just, you know, there's not that many movies that kind of show that, you know, I know what I'm doing. Just, you know, watch me do this.
0: Right. Um, and while there have been several that I've enjoyed very much, I've also gotten, Oh my God, I got so annoyed. I will not say the film's name because I genuinely liked it, but I found the cinematography to be Nickelodeon, level like a a scary after school special kind of cinematography i'm like don't fuck up these performances <laughs> like this is a tale well told <laughs> and you're fucking it up by the, your shitty pictures it just it really annoyed the hell out of me i i just i'm i'm not i'm not going to say what it is cuz quite frankly a lot of people liked it and i really liked it but i also found this one element of it just terrible i felt it It just it angled um half the movie for me and i found that very disappointing especially when there's a lot of good shit going on Remy doesn't have that problem um what he what these people in this car do have is the problem that one of them uh namely shelly uh, a name that we love here on this show um shelly has the confidence to sing a song alone in a car full of other people are you can you? Oh do yeah, that? that's what's I that's most
1: terrible. That's the most terrifying part of the whole movie is thinking about doing that.
0: I just I I imagine being trapped in a car where someone is just singing a song I don't know and do not care for at the top of her lungs. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. This is this trip <laughs> is already doomed.
1: I am just a lady burning out of that car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you would have many opportunities because the other thing Ramy does and he he starts early and that is he loves an insert shot. It doesn't matter where someone was sitting previous to that insert shot. If he needs your face screaming out a window, he'll just put your face there. It's fine. Just <laughs> like people react at a Looney Tunes level of uh, of excitement or fear. And you don't doubt it. It just it just feels like, well, this is this is how these people are going to act, and I accept it. And then, yeah, there's have you ever seen the Old Dark House, the Universal movie?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Um, I think we should cover it one day on the show. The old Dark House is, is I, I think is one of those sleeper favorites of the early monster movies. And I just, it's kind of got the same, it's too funny to be horror and it's too frightening to really be a comedy sort of mix. It's one of the first mm-hmm. of those. And I feel like even in its, de- there's a little bit of that de- that old dark house energy going on in this motion picture. And it just moves so fast. As I said before, like in the first three minutes, Raimi manages to communicate, this cabin is remote. It's run down. The road is fraught. The locals are rubes. The bridge should be condemned. And the only reason the group is going through with it is because they can't really afford to turn back financially. Like they've made the financial commitment to go on this weekend and they're like, oh, oh," everything they hear about it should tell you, turn back now. And then they arrive, and you're like, "Oh, Camp Crystal Lake is like the Four Seasons compared to this joint."
1: <laughs> well, we the you know the funniest part is is they and we we briefly touched upon this in a uh, a, a messenger conversation, is that they they came for this trip well prepared. Yes, they they have brought they 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 you know they have they have made dinner. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: they have brought a blender. Yes. <laughs> I guess to, to have some Mai ties or something on, <laughs> exactly. on this uh this camping trip. And they brought a salad bowl.
0: A full fucking salad bowl is. I mean, granted, the classic does have a extraordinarily large trunk, and it's not like you're gonna need a ton of clothes. So I guess salad bowl becomes a necessity on a trip like this, but that that blender really does because should this place have electricity where are the wires going to this place because we don't see a <laughs> single wire being dragged along a pole anywhere close to this joint
1: yeah i mean this is not some wireless smart blender this right. is this is, the, this is like this is like some old oster blender that yeah. like you know your mom used to make soup and milkshakes in
0: yeah i do wonder where the fuck they've plugged this thing into um, and what is in it? Is it beetroot and vodka? Like what the fuck are they? No, I think in? I
1: think they made like I think they made like like daiquiris or something. They yeah. like you know they they have this like you know this whole spread out. <laughs>
0: um. So very quickly, uh, let's review. You know, because there's really only five characters that we need to get into. I'm not going to talk about the two fishermen on the side of the road. We don't know anything about them. Other than the fact that they're played by Sam Raimi and Rob Tabbert. Uh so let's really get into each of them. We'll start with Scott. He's the smart one, and you can tell because he's drinking moonshine out of a jar while driving on a single-lane road. S always a good idea. M A R backwards T smart. Then you got Cheryl. She's the artsy one. I cannot confirm or deny that she is also fartsy. That's. <laughs> Something you'll have to decide for
1: yourself. You, you can only find out who have spent time with her in a, in, a, in, a, in a dilapidated cabin in the woods.
0: Yes. And then we've got Linda. She's a Miss, Michigan state in the streets. And I think Michigan state in the sheets is my guess.
1: Again, can't confirm. <laughs>
0: And we have Shelly. Uh, she is confident enough to sing out loud in a car full of people who do not know what the fuck she's singing and are just resigned to maybe the triple end before she gets to the fourth chorus. <laughs> and we have Ash. And the what I love about Ash in this is that, A, you've already noted, he's more often referred to as Ashley than anything else. And secondly... The, he can't remember a quote in this. That's how early they set up the fact that he can't remember quotes, Gina. This movie is <laughs> 1981. They've already seeded that he cannot remember quotes. <laughs> this movie is takes place in, in, a, in, in the cabin in the woods, and I was genuinely struggling to think up of another cabin in the woods movie before this i'm sure like i'm sure someone's screaming into their phone right now what it is but i could not think of one the closest i came to i mean is uh, you have you you found you found the the bates motel in psycho or the old dark house in the old dark house
1: well i mean wasn't was there not a cabin in friday the 13th
0: well there are cabins um yes uh so you I mean you'd be like you mean like coming a,
1: across coming across one that they didn't expect to find? You mean or 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 or, or just
0: play. they they you go to a a dilapidated spot thinking you're just going to have a fun weekend and it ends up becoming a bloodbath that you know in Friday the Thirteenth they're going there to work
1: yeah yeah and it's not isolated exactly whereas whereas this place is you know just right. literally out in the
0: middle of nowhere I guess you know uh, has a bit that it can owe to haunted house movies, especially ones where, like, the haunting that's, like, not near anything. Um, So there's that. But that's a grand manse. Whereas there's no two rooms in the Evil Dead cabin that look like they were constructed at the same time including a bathroom that appears to be constructed out of yellow rain slickers.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a very uh, much of a odd fun house quality to 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 yes. this house that, you know, I, you know, it's almost certainly intentional that, like, you know, nothing feels really normal. Maybe the blender was already there.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's the friends we made along the way. Maybe the blender was already there. Is that what we're down to?
1: Exactly. They opened the door. Oh, hey, blender.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, blender. I have all the raw materials. I didn't think I could afford to bring a blender with me. The blender is already here.
1: I-, I didn't think I'd be able to make my pink squirrels.
0: <laughs> I once knew how to make grasshoppers with uh, the with, uh, mint, uh, creme de mint. Um, I don't know that I could remember how to make those but i did at one point my my father-in-law enjoyed them so much i learned how to make them and uh (laughs) i got out of practice of that one
1: you better hope that you don't find yourself in an abandoned cabin that has a blender
0: that's right i just fall right back onto my old bad habits um the this this cabin is so small that we don't even have a barn of doom it's a shed of doom <laughs> uh, Cheryl is the first character to get possessed. Um, and she she gets a possessed hand. Um, this it's, it won't be the last, everyone. Uh, and she's forced by the wind to draw a rough nepr- Necronomicon, which basically looks like if I tried very hard to draw a Necronomicon. Drawing it with your eyes closed. Yeah, kind of like if someone told me, what do you think a Necronomicon looks like? i probably produce what Cheryl manages to put out. And you can really, like, delightfully feel the slapdash in this movie. It it looks like it's been filmed inside of a black box. And in a sense, it, it was. And the second one even more so. But there's also the, you know, like, let's put on a show quality to the entire thing. It's very charming. And because we all know it's fake, they don't really bother putting effort into like the shine and shimmer when the goal here is to just unnerve you right Right. like they're not going to make that seller look like a million dollars because it's supposed to look like an abandoned seller with a bunch of random fucking gourds hanging up and you're like this is just weird and gross and it it comes off weird and gross (laughs) that it do and so the time has come to discuss the elements that everyone has to confront when it comes to the Evil Dead 1981, these dorks traveled across state lines to a cabin in the woods with a fucking blender and a full fucking salad bowl. I don't know what their main at that dinner table is, Gina. Do you know what they're eating? Are they just having salad and...
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like...
0: Whatever it looks, fucking Mai Tai that is. It looks like
1: there's a bunch of stuff laid out on the table, but you can't see what it is.
0: Uh, there's a, there's a bunch of t- like foil crumpled up but like did they bar- did they put that in an oven was it in a bar barbecue none of that accoutrement i can understand salad because you don't need to cook anything the blender that's that's a reach but I don't know what they had for dinner, and now I kind of need to know.
1: But you got that 4K Blu-ray. You need to freeze that shit and zoom in. I
0: tried. I tried multiple
1: times. You need to do do some Blade Runner uh, uh, close-up on that.
0: (laughs) Right. Enhance. Enhance. Um, Is that a
1: lasagna? I must look closer.
0: (laughs) What I do know is they don't even make it through the bread course before that cellar door pops open. And that's when you you leave
1: yeah <laughs> i you know i i like to talk big talk you know i've said how i would touch the hand and talk to me but you know if i was mm-hmm. out in the middle of the woods and you know this like dilapidated death cabin was the only place i was staying and like the door a door just flew open by itself i'm like yeah i'm gonna go sleep out in the car guys
0: yeah no it's time to drive away in the there's middle there's gotta of the be
1: night. a there's gotta be a, a, a la quinta somewhere <laughs> in the neighborhood that we could stay at
0: there does have to be a La Quinta. Um, <laughs> That's always a so, La Quinta. <laughs> there's always a La Quinta. <laughs>
1: they're gonna have that. Gonna have that continental breakfast. The little little the, the, with the with the Belgian waffle maker. I love the Belgian waffle maker. Mm,
0: yeah, no, there's nothing fucking wrong with it. Um, I, did, and I ever tell you a story when when Jean when uh, when Becky and I got fired from Fox. We decided, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get in Becky's car and we're just gonna drive up the coast because we've got nowhere to be. We don't know what we're gonna do for a living. Everyone tells us we can do it on our own, but we don't we don't know. This is the first gig we've ever had in television, in, in television proper. And you know, we survived two different administrations and finally we're like you got to leave. And so we take off. And we're driving, 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 driving. And I we cross the border from California into Oregon. And it's just been forever. Just, I've been driving for so fucking long, I don't know where I am. And we're like, surely we will come across a place to stay. And finally we do. This is before you could get internet on your phone. Finally we do. We pull up to this place that we found on a map. The cops... Are driving away from it and they stop us and the guy we roll down the window and goes are you planning on staying there for the night and we're like well we were planning on it and he goes i would make different plans
1: <laughs> whoa
0: <laughs> i mean i've read some snotty yelp reviews and TripAdvisor reviews but none of them have been delivered by a cop who said don't go to that motel that is not a place for people to just stay overnight. I mean, pr- you got to go I elsewhere. I mean, it sounds
1: really sinister, but probably it's just like bed bugs or something.
0: Right. And you know what? I don't want those either. So, yeah, we slept by the side of the road that night. <laughs> we could not find a campground. Nothing. Uh, we ended up there, sleeping in the Chrysler Barren. <laughs> uh, just Taking that that car seat back and oh my god. Uh I we need we ended up finding a very nice place uh for very cheap, uh just like 30 or 40 miles up the road after that. Um, uh, but man, uh I didn't think I was gonna survive that night. That was really rough. These people have a rougher yeah. night. I'm just gonna put that yeah. out there. I didn't have to go into a fucking cellar with gourds. Have you ever been in a cellar with gourds? Not Gina? with gourds, no. I don't. I don't like hanging gourds. It just because
1: they, they, doesn't they look,
0: seem like a thing I should be a part they, of.
1: They look like decaying heads.
0: And speaking of decaying heads, right away Scott goes with a fucking jump scare. God damn it, Scott! We're all in the worst cabin in the world, and you're like, I gotta scare you. I cannot wait for his soul to be torn <laughs> apart, Gina.
1: There's always a fucking prankster.
0: You know, this is the movie that taught me to look in the background because in the basement here we have one quarter of a Hills Have Eyes poster. <laughs> Which, did that college professor hang it up? That? Like, who was the resident <laughs> of this? Who put that there. It was like, I love the Hills Have Eyes. The basement is the perfect place to put this. And someone else like, I'm taking that down. They tore it down, but left one corner of it. I don't know. Maybe it was from a battle with a deadite. Who's to say? Uh, But the other thing I've learned from this movie, of course, is a very simple concept. If you find a book bound in human flesh and inked in human blood in a cellar, Leave it there. Yeah,
1: I, uh, you know, as I said earlier, I, I, couldn't help but admit that should I, should I be at a party with the hand from from talk from talk to me, I, I would touch the hand. Mm-hmm. I would not open the book.
0: There's, you could not pay me enough to open the no,
1: fucking book. No, no, no I'm not no, going to no. open no, the no. book. I'm not going to listen to no. tapes.
0: It's not that entertaining. It's, like we both listen to shitty podcasts. It's just like we—you try one it's, out. It's—it's
1: it's, it's just that, you know a guy talking like this for three hours straight.
0: It's not entertaining.
1: Yeah, my my wife my wife my wife, is, my dead wife now. is dead
0: now. Let me recant this. Oh, by the way, when I say this gibberish, leaves come to <laughs> life and gurgle steam. Boy,
1: that's really that, and
0: a volcano. That's erupts. really
1: wild. Have to look in. Have to look yeah. into that.
0: And trees barge in through the window. And then Cheryl reacts like, oh, my God. And Scott's like, what are you doing? Like, what do you think? (laughs) You listened to a, a, a tape recording that caused a tree branch to break one of the few windows in your house for the weekend. That would scare me, too. Shut the fuck up, Scott. Scott? Scott might be one of the worst. He's not the worst but he's he might be tired. It, it 20, takes it takes a lot
1: for Scott to to acknowledge that something may be amiss in this in, in this cabin. Yes,
0: and the other part that should cause more concern is not uh, there's not a single surface or space within this cabin that looks comfortable. No like that couch that they're sitting on when he's like, here, here's a present. Looks like it was designed by the marquee. Design. Yeah,
1: the, the, there's nothing that looks comfortable. There's nothing that looks clean. You know, it, it, it looks like no. every surface has been used to perform taxidermy on at some point.
0: <laughs> Everyone has rubbed their hands on it and they were just handling raw hot dogs. <laughs> it just
1: oh, doesn't God.
0: look good. That's,
1: that's, uh, that's very evocative. <laughs>
0: Uh, the dog is 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 uh being trained by me to do obstacle coursework because he's full of energy and he likes to accomplish things but in order to reward him for doing things on the obstacle course i have to feed him hot dogs costco hot dogs because they're the stinky hot dogs which means at the end of the night i'm washing my hands Many, many times to get rid of the hot dog stank that (laughs) I've applied to them liberally.
1: So you've got them on the brain.
0: Yes. I feel them sometimes when I wake up. (laughs) Like, have I put my hand into the sack of raw hot dogs? I mean, I guess they're not entirely raw, but they're not cooked either. Um, He sure fucking likes them. (laughs) Uh, He's so fucking bossy out on that obstacle course because there's a bunch of other dogs who are all at the same level as he is and they're trying to learn things and he has to learn things but waiting is not something he's into and he just barks at them bark like come on come on already yeah he's like he's like a new york taxi cab just honking at people honk 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 Duh. There's a lot of honking um, in your town, Gina. Oh, it's. I, so, I, I'm it, probably the first person to bring this up about New York.
1: It's so fuck. It's so fucking noisy. It's so loud
0: it really here. Is. I can't
1: take it. It's, it's
0: so loud. It is, but it's a very loud joint. But there's also a lot of good things to it as well. And you live there. That's my favorite thing about New York.
1: Oh, wow no. You yes. know what else is
0: good? Those mm-hmm. cod. Those cod fritters we had. Those cod fritters were fucking awesome.
1: They they were delicious. Oh my god.
0: Uh, and I'm glad
1: it, I tr- I'm glad I trusted Ollie and got and also got a virgin pina colada. <laughs> yes, I got the. I ordered the same drink as a 13 year old. While while Patrick and Becky were, were were throwing back the hard stuff.
0: Yes, well you know we're we're seasoned vets. We we're trying to start Ollie slow by just introducing him to the fruitiest and sugariest parts of drinks. That's okay. He's a fucking rail, but um we got him new shoes because he grew out of his old shoes and they are planks of wood with leather on top of them (laughs) uh oh my god he's so too fucking tall anyways um i don't i don't like any of the furniture in this place you never up into in our this opening section of the movie you never really see see a bed you kind of see people lay down but you don't you don't get the entirety of what that bed situation is, but I have to assume it is the same thickness and enjoyment level as that couch, which is when Ash sits in it, the entirety of it leans towards him and it's a it's <laughs> on the ground.
1: Speaking of beds, another just think about the I, I thing I I think about the dynamics of this this group of friends mm-hmm. is is the horniness level is relatively low. Yeah. Like I, I don't think they're necessarily all here to be getting laid. Like obviously, you know, Ashen and Cheryl are are a couple, but they feel pretty chaste. Yes. Like, 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 you know, she just kind of gives him this little you know, little, little smooch yeah, for, yeah. for him giving her this, you know, kind of very sweet little necklace, and and like, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, probably know they might not have even slept together yet, and and like, it, it's it's and it's interesting, it's like he kind of removes that element that was already so deeply present in these movies at this point. And these aren't teenagers. These are all, these are all like people in their twenties. Yes. So, you know, you know, why wouldn't they be, you know, going to a cabin just to, you know, to get laid. But I don't, that, that's like, that's like not present here. I think that's interesting.
0: It's like, it's not the, the purpose they're is just, for them all to be together.
1: They're just to hang out. They're just, just to, hang, to hang, out. hang out.
0: And, you know, two, you know, two of the couples might and Cheryl's just kind of on her own and she's fine being that sort of fifth wheel. Oh, Linda, um,
1: Linda's Ash's girlfriend. I'm sorry. Keep yeah, forgetting.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, she, you know Cheryl's kind of she's, she's there to just a little, she's hey. a
1: little she's a little fifth wheelie, but but it doesn't seem to like. There's not much. There's not really any like pathos about that.
0: No, there's not a lot of drama put into it because you don't. It doesn't invest in personal drama. Right. It, that that those character moments happen within action as opposed to. Let's talk about it for 15 minutes of this movie to demonstrate that these are different people.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, I think he was also that Raimi was just trying to be economical with characters. Like, he could have given Cheryl a boyfriend, but just wanted one more person to kill. Right? You know? they, <laughs> they
0: literally like, could not afford another bucket of blood to right. make them into a monster. Um, it, I think what also helps knock down the romance is, like, the most loving moment in this section of the movie is conveyed via close-ups so close to people's faces <laughs> you can see the actor's thoughts
1: yeah <laughs> yeah he's uh everybody like the actor the directors they're all trying to work out how they want to do this yes because like like i think that ash is trying to express uh, maybe some slight nervousness about mm-hmm. giving Linda this necklace. Mm-hmm. And, and as you say, like this camera is like right this is up his nose. <laughs>
0: like you can count the amount of hairs in his monobrow. and <laughs> he, That's. That's like just watching it online. If you're watching the 4K, you're getting every twist and turn every hair that's right above his nose. You
1: can count, like, every pore on his face.
0: Yes. It just, it's unflattering for even the most attractive of human beings. Now imagine, with the lack of makeup budget that this thing has going on, no one is doing any personal (laughs) tweezing. And as a result, it's... (laughs) You're seeing a lot of that (laughs) section
1: of their face. But yeah, like, like it's for some reason, like while he's thinking about giving, giving Linda this necklace, and I guess she's just kind of waiting for him to do something. Yeah. Like it'll, it just kind of shifts back and forth to like these, like, these like wildly unflattering close ups.
0: (laughs) And you're just like, how long is this going to go on? It's like longer (laughs) than you want, but shorter than I feel Raimi could have done. (laughs)
1: I feel like you know if you if you did a little longer it would have turned into like a like a family guy bit right yeah it goes on it goes on so long it starts becoming funny and then it stops being funny and then it becomes funny again
0: right and that's i think that the now we're we're the dna for two is in here in more ways than one it's it's just like there is a refinement of the concept and just changing the notes where you're de-emphasizing the genuine shock and horror. And we'll get to that. Um, and upping the comedy and just taking those elements and pushing the dial up on it. And it just works in the film's favor. And there's, there's raw talent going on here. Otherwise I think this would be interminable. This we would be talking about things and things is, 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 is audacious in many ways, but also there's a lack of, you, you, you fall into making the things. You don't say, this is what I was going for. That's the <laughs> result. Right. Um Meanwhile, a floating camera, probably a camera nailed to a two by four held by two people, because that's what a shaky cam is. Um, is floating outside of Cheryl's window when someone goes, join us. And wouldn't you know it, Cheryl fucking does. Sure. Um, Listen, Brenda uh, hears the call for help and she goes outside. Cheryl isn't out to look for somebody to help. She just wants to know who's fucking with her because she has a feeling someone is fucking with her. Another thing I enjoy about this movie is that the moon has no fixed position or size in the sky. It can just look however it wants at any point in time. <laughs> sometimes the moon's over there and it's a tiny. And sometimes the moon is over here and it's fucking gigantic. It just, it does what it wants. You know, how the moon works. Exactly. Okay, everybody. Buckle up. Because we're we're at the woodland rape scene. So. Yeah. Uh, You know, I will put a warning content warning in the descriptor of the episode because we don't necessarily wish or want to linger on this section it's certainly been discussed at length um and i will only say that i don't think it's any less shocking now than when no I saw no no
1: it. it's, it's 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 still it's it's still pretty hard hitting
0: the unreality of it doesn't really lessen the impact it's it's a violation both of cheryl and our idea of what nature is it just there's there are components of it that feel very gothic like it's a a hammer horror movie and a and and a buxom gal in a nightgown has been you know chained up to a wall by a vampire it's got that and then there's also the close-up roughy style to it which is just like part budget and part how unrelenting it all is. It just feels uncomfortable. It looks uncomfortable. And it changes the entire temperature of the movie from that point forward. It is exploitative, but I don't feel like it's exploitation. Uh, People are allowed to think differently and have different opinions of that
1: yeah there's yeah there you're right that it does change the 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 tone of the film where at that point it, it feels a little you know a little silly a little low budgety again we keep we keep teasing how you know nobody in this is a particularly strong actor yeah. and and you know you're kind of wondering okay where is this going to go it's like oh okay this is <laughs> going this movie's going
0: places yes uh and this movie has a a purpose to it and it, it, and no one is safe and, you know, if it, can do, if it can do this to one character, n- no one is safe. Maybe you're not safe watching it. That's how it felt to me the first time I watched it. And even watching it last night, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's a lot. It's just it a lot to put out there. It is. Um, and I think one of the biggest leaps here in terms of story that we're not we haven't dealt with up to this point is that the there's something in the woods is the woods themselves it's not a lone creature who's hunting you it is well when you deliver the incantation the woods are just part of what is going to attack you um i wrote a note As Cheryl was trying to get back through the front door, there's that whole sequence of her reaching for the keys and trying to get in, and Ash finally opens it. And then she gets inside, the door closes, and then the entity stops. Why? What is it about the door closing? Like, it, it, it crashes through windows. What is it about this door closing that makes it back off? Do you
1: well, think? They're very, they're very polite. <laughs> so you know, they said no. They mean right. no.
0: They're, they they've got a touch of the Dracul where they can only go where they're invited.
1: You know they, they, they did not see a welcome mat out.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: They're, they're, no. so they're respecting that. No solicitors. Baby sleeping. Do not knock. Sign mm-hmm. on, on, on out front.
0: Baby on board. No, I'm sorry. That's the car. um I would like to think, and I don't know that there's this much thought put into it, but this is what occurred to me last night, that the very edifice of modern modernity is what the entity doesn't like. It likes the ground, it likes the woods, it doesn't like structure.
1: It doesn't it doesn't like having to turn a doorknob.
0: Right. That's what are we fucking doing here, right? I'm a creature who's been reawakened from an eternal slumber, and all I want to do is tear humanity apart. The easiest way to do that is just find a bunch of them standing around a campfire, possess one of them, and start ripping them to fucking shreds. Now you've got houses? Fuck this noise. I don't like houses. (laughs) It doesn't matter how rustic the cabin is. Like, the fact that it's a shelter built by, like, the hands of human beings just... Repels it like a just, cross. just imagine
1: like it, you know it it, it you know, slumbers for a few more years it comes back someone's built a deck oh fuck oh
0: Jesus fucking Christ
1: come on people
0: <laughs> there, I'm sorry you have a jacuzzi where are you where's the water supply out here like how much water are you using if you brought out your own chemicals is that a tennis court <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ oh you can also play pickleball no one likes that. No one likes... If you're a tennis player, you don't like pickleball. And if you're pickleball, you don't fucking like tennis players. It's going to be a whole fucking problem. (laughs) Our
1: our, our HOA deadites.
0: (laughs) HOA deadites. Oh my God, I love this. We got excuse
1: it excuse me, Care. Your, your roof is, is, is rotted in, in, in only two places. The rules specifically say it's rotting in three places.
0: Listen, I feel like these windows are double pane. And when I come at them, I just want the single pane. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, it's not as safe. Guess what? I'm here to swallow your soul, I'm not here for your safety.
1: You are you your your house does not have an acceptable amount of moldering mounted moose heads.
0: (laughs) Yeah, how many gourds you got in that basement? Because uh, according to this paperwork, you need at least ten, and I'm I'm only counting five. All the pipes have to drip from multiple. Look, I don't
1: want to tell you. I don't want to tell you how to live or anything. But, you know, we, we have some rules here. Uh,
0: when I say I don't want to tell you how to live, I do want to tell you that I will swallow your soul and you'll be dead by time. I'm just putting that out there. Like, yes, and, I understand and by, that's and, and, contradiction.
1: and by the way, the community bank sales next Tuesday.
0: <laughs> Listen, this is the only way we raise money, okay? Those fees, they'll go those go to maintenance. If we want to have fun, if we want to have big parties where everyone can come to and it's not coming out of your pocket for napkins, we have to swallow your soul tonight, okay? All right? Okay? <laughs> HOA did I? Um,
1: just just pictures taking deep vows. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, no guarantees that this character will appear in later episodes, but it almost certainly will.
0: Yes. No, now that we've got it, we just don't let it go. <laughs> we didn't personify the Xenomorph nearly enough, I feel no, like, in our Alien no. in episodes. We, sh- we should have given him a voice. I mean, if we have a rat voice, we should have a voice <laughs> for a Xenomorph. But what can you do? Um. There is one, I hate to be directory, and, you know, it's. this is not a visual medium, but there is one shot that I kind of want to talk to because I think it's fucking brilliant. And that is uh, Cheryl begs Ashley to drive her into fucking town. I want to go to the that La Quinta. I want to wake up and make waffles and be away from the woods that are sexually assaulting me. And so Ash drives her Back, You know, on the way back to town, he stops the car and gets out to examine something we don't really see yet. And as he walks, he tilts to the left. The car appears to be on solid ground. And he, as he walks towards camera, tilts more and more to the left. It's an incredible fucking shot. It's very simple to do because the car is actually cantilevered and he is actually walking straight yeah (laughs) but through raimi's eyes what he wants you to look at he's changing that perception it is so fucking unnerving every time i see it i'm like how the fuck does this work and it's it's very simple like the car is tilted the camera is just positioned where it makes it look flat it's it costs you nothing to do this, and yet the effect is priceless. It is gene, yes. Yeah, it
1: just everything is just so lo-fi, and yet it 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 works, and it's unnerving, and but it's also oddly charming at the same time.
0: Yeah, and so they find that the bridge, the solid as a rock bridge, has been torn asunder, uh, and so they they come back to the cabin, and of course. Linda Linda, and Shelly are playing the Ghostbusters card game where they're trying to predict what a card is. And you know that's just going to set somebody off. It turns out to be Cheryl, who now has an active deadite inside her. And everyone's reaction to her transformation is fan-fucking-tastic. Fantastic. <laughs> There's no part of it that is unsubtle. Just no. everyone's mouth is as agape as it can possibly get.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you should. You expect to see like their eyes, like 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 coming like temporarily coming out of their heads and then popping back in, like a like a like a Hanna Barbera cartoon.
0: Yeah, like they're a cartoon wolf with just a sexy lady. Like it just, it's so amazingly everyone. Is gone, holy shit, she's got oatmeal hands. And you know what? She's just, she's just covered in oatmeal. <laughs> she's just covered in oatmeal. And you don't expect sudden oatmeal syndrome to happen here. And yet she is. And she's also not fun. She's not a fun personality at this point. She no. just wants to rip your soul apart. And so, if you try to stop her, well, shit's going to go off. Linda tries to get involved. She gets a pencil in the ankle. Oh, that is, that
1: is rough.
0: It, I mean, it does. It, yes, it's fake. <laughs> he
1: like cuts back to it like four times.
0: Like, well, if they paid for that fucking ankle, they're going to use this, right? <laughs> like,
1: like yo, yeah, it, it, it. You, you, you know uh, Cheryl stabs Linda in the ankle You know Linda lets out a very interesting Scream yeah. <laughs> And then it cuts to You know uh, uh, Dead Eye Cheryl kind of cackling there, but Then it comes back to the pencil the ankle
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah I think I killed him four times That so fucking pencil the ankle <laughs>
0: um, And she's I like love... Breaking
1: it off in there
0: Yeah <laughs> I just I, I love the innovation I love the how she floats and you know it's like an you know it's like a two by 4 coming through the window that she's attached to and whatnot but it looks good it just it she see Remy understands how to make something cheap look like a like not, not necessarily like a million dollars but make it look like I'm not sure how he did that. And then you figure it out, and like, oh, that's inventive, but it never just—it never lessens your enjoyment of the motion picture. He is
1: literally doing something with almost nothing.
0: Yes, and as a result, like, it's just intensely charming throughout. Like, you can feel the—you know—it just feels handmade, uh, in the best sense.
1: But lovingly handmade, not like not. There's nothing half-assed about it.
0: Yeah. I do have to wonder what Linda was thinking coming to that fucking cabin in those wood clogged shoes without socks.
1: Like, yeah, no, no. And it's not it's not like it's like summertime. Everybody's wearing long sleeves.
0: Right. She's wearing a sweatshirt over a cashmere sweater. Like that is essentially her parka. And she I mean, she might not have known that demons are out there, but ticks fucking exist. There are ticks. Put socks on.
1: There are there are those little burrs that stick to your clothes.
0: Yes. No. And it, it ain't good. Um, she still doesn't deserve the backhand she gets. And then <laughs> Cheryl grabs a fuck grabs a faceful of Bruce Campbell and throws his ass into a bookshelf, which surprise, surprise, does not have a bevy of books on it. And he takes that full on WWE style. And then hits the ground and the bookshelf falls on top of him. This bookshelf weighs nothing, but he manages to get stuck underneath it for a long time. (laughs) There's a lot of acting.
1: Just just, just pretend. Pretend it's very heavy.
0: And this is, you know, I feel like there's some level of exorcist going on to the deadites, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's unavoidable because they, they are they are possessed.
0: Yes. And so it is that but it's not as obviously the level up here is that it's not polite. It's not a polite possession. We don't get that oh no this this you know indigenous shaman won't get out of the lump in my back from Manitou <laughs> where she's just in a bed. This is, these are very active possessed people.
1: Yeah, you know, they're doing the taunting you and you know, they got the, the weird kind of, you know, looped over voice. And, and, and again, it's a cheap effect, but it's very effective. Yes.
0: Uh, and uh, from what I understand, the contact lenses took 15 minutes to get in and it could only be in your eye for 15 minutes. Uh, Bruce Campbell stated that it was like putting Tupperware over your eyes. Um, Scott gives her the uh, non-business end of an axe twice to the face and then locks her in a cellar. After this, (laughs) we get a lot of taunting from Cheryl, uh, who is turned into a fake shemp. here. She's just, at times, just a doll head, and at other times, various crew members. She stops being Cheryl. She's something else now. She's just a hag.
1: Just a hag. I mean, whom, whom? some of us now has been just a hag?
0: I mean, I feel that way sometimes, certainly. Um, of course, Scott immediately to Shelley says, everything's going to be all right. And Scott, my dear, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Any a, a, credibility a, a, you have just went up.
1: Yeah, Every That's, everything's already, already beyond okay.
0: Yeah, just like... Your credibility just, like, melted away like spit on an Alabama sidewalk in August. It just <laughs> is ephemeral. This is, No part of this is, oh, fucking K. I don't know how Linda is able to sleep after this, but she goes ninety night Maybe from shock? I'm not sure. Do they have painkillers with them? Like, they brought painkillers and she didn't bring socks? Who's to say? But she's out like a light. And when Ashley comes back into the room, it's Shelly's turn to go dead eyed And you have to wonder why the first move of every demon is to make that woman's hair curl. <laughs> Just
1: get a little, have, little bouncing and behaving in that hair. <laughs>
0: Just all of a sudden, a pert commercial occurs when a demon is inside of you. Whereas before, you might have curtain bangs. Now, that's a wig, baby. So, yeah, like, so as soon as Ash is back in the room, (laughs) Shelly's hair goes curly, and she starts smashing and stabbing Scott. Um, Not that I mind. I was going to say, who really has it coming? He really, really does. And then he has, like, a crocodile Dundee-level knife in the small of his back. Like, it's like, that's not a knife. This is a knife on her and tries to cut off her hand, which again is becoming a thing. And then Shelly's like, well, you got it halfway. I'm just going to bite the rest of it off for reasons. I mean, this is where I think the seed is planted for in the 2013 version where they're just like, oh, I'm in a body. I'm just going to fuck with this because I haven't had a body in a long time. It's fine to fuck with this body. Exactly. Um, and like, what does she care? She can float now. She doesn't need two hands. But what she doesn't know is that Scott has that special Kondarian bone knife with him that they <laughs>
1: which I, I guess he was planning on like you know you know gutting a deer while they were while they were on this trip.
0: I don't know was planning on dueling someone outside. It is extraordinarily long uh but he ends up uh stabbing that in her bank and then she melts. she just fucking melts. Shelly is a becomes a bad milk robot Gina. We She we, does. another connection to alien. Um and yeah, that's I mean in a way that's kind of the end of Shelly in our first true death as it were, at least for now. She'll eventually get caught up and stuff and we'll see if that lasts cuz sometimes that don't do it. Um but we haven't really had a full-fledged death that we can count on yet. So instead of a choose your own death venture we have to choose your own fake shimp. And that's where we decide of the several fake shimps that we've seen so far. And that is men playing women who are now denites. Uh, if you could be one of those fake shimps, which one would it be and why? Up forbid, we have Cheryl's fake shimp or Shelley's fake shemp. What say you?
1: Oh, I love I I love Cheryl's fake shimp. I mean, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta spend all that time down that crusty, that crusty cellar waiting for waiting for your uh you know, for, for to, to say your lines, mm-hmm. just just that's that's you know, to me, just them kind of watching everything and just mocking you mm-hmm. the whole time. That's that's the most effective one for just me. Just
0: doing riffs uh, out of yeah, the yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. The it's only- like having your own, it's, it's like having your own evil MS three MSP three K like yeah. room heckling you.
0: <laughs> the only drawback to being in the basement, which is what I also also choose, but there is a drawback, and that is standing on uneven stairs the entire time. Because one of your legs is going to start to go, I'm fucking over this. You know what I mean? When you stand on an uneven surface for that long.
1: That's true. Yeah. One takes more weight than the other one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. You you start to feel it in your lower back. You're like, this isn't even. I don't like this. But who knows? Maybe a deadite loves lower back pain. That sounds reasonable. Sure. Sure. Uh, Josh Hollis does all of our artwork and go to uh, Revenge Body Memphis at uh, bandcamp.com for uh, this tune and all the remixes. Gina, where can people find you on these here internets?
1: I write about movies and television at the spool.net. I have a substack, Gina Watches Things, that substack.com. And I am on Blue Sky sometimes under. Uh, gina does things and also on under that name on instagram and tiktok
0: do it today people check it out you can find us on your various socials your tiktoks your your blue skies your threads your instagrams your facebook's where we got a group where you can talk and chat with other fans like yourself and of course our patreon where we have bonus content up the wazoo including chat by chat where we answer your questions bonus episodes and film commentaries Uh, That just about does it for this week. But don't worry. The body count will continue as we will be back for volume two in just a couple weeks time Uh, for Gina and myself. Don't worry, folks. Uh, We'll be back. Uh, We're just going to turn into a bad milk robot for a week. Uh, Until then. Bye bye.
1: Bye.